Good morning and welcome to Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And it is Wednesday. It's Federal Reserve Day. Yep, they've been having a meeting. You know, they like to meet privately and, and you know they they have a it's all catered and very posh and they talk about the economy and they talk about you know what can we do what can we do to help our friends the rich bankers it's never what can we do to help the average person on the street now they want you to believe that's what they do. Matter of fact, they've got all the channels out there. You know the ones that tell you how great the central bank really is. Then why is it that in the last, what is it, 107 years, which Seems like a long time, but not really. A $20 gold piece is now over $2,200. What happened? And the answer is very, very simple. The central bank is devaluing the value of your labor. Why is it that the, uh, the, the fastest shrinking class in America today, do you know what it is? Is it, is it the uber rich? Is it the one percenters? No, no, it's growing. It is. Yeah, we've got more uber rich people today than we had five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. How about the 10 percenters? How about them? Are they shrinking? No. No, they're not. I don't know if they're growing. They're growing a little bit. It's a pinch. A little bit. How about how about the 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 poorest people? Is that one growing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. How about the middle class? Is that one growing? Mm, uh-uh. So let's see. We've got growth in the uber-rich. Got growth in the rich. We've got growth in the poor. And the one place we've got shrinkage. Remember that Seinfeld episode, right? I was in the water. It was cold. It's the middle class being decimated and pummeled. And again, but this is how fiat money works. I don't, I don't blame the central bank. Well, I guess, well, that's a lie. All right. <laughs> Give me a Pinocchio on that one. Yeah, of course I blame them. I blame the fact that this is what they did. Right? They're very smart. They got the right people elected, 
And they changed the law. But this is what fiat money always does. For a while, for a while, it's viewed as a good thing. And and let me tell you, and I know, uh, you know, I'm not a history expert. I'll leave that to the professor, Glenn Biddle. But just know this. When you learned about the Boston Tea Party, understand that they want you to be misinformed about history because it makes them look bad. See, the Boston Tea Party wasn't about tea. It really wasn't even about taxes. It was about fiat money. Yeah, but you didn't. I know you didn't hear that in class, though. It's not in my textbook. In my textbook, it tells me it's about tea and taxes. No. It was about fiat money. And and the colonists learned that lesson. And part of the reason why the Constitution was written the way it was written, why it was that they warned us about the money changers, a.k.a. the bankers, because they had lived through it. See, they used to trade commerce with gold and silver. And then the English decided, you know what? Oh, that's a pain in the butt. We're going to issue script, right? i.e. paper with colors on it and numbers. And, of course, they printed so much script, all of a sudden nobody wanted the script anymore. And they had to go back to gold and silver. That's what the Tea Party was all about. And guess what? We're having our own Tea Party right now, aren't we? Nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to say it. What do you think is going to happen after the election? You think all the violence is coming to an end? Do you? I know you don't because I know outside of gold and silver, everybody else is buying guns and ammo. And you better be prepared on both sides. 800-951-0592. When we get back, one of the guys I tell you to always keep your eye out for is giving you a very, very clear warning about what's going to happen to the money that's in your bank account. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, The Federal Reserve uh, wrapping up a two-day meeting today. Normally, normally you see a lot of pressure on gold while the central bank is having their meetings. Because, again, we know that gold's the anti-central bank. And that's really what it is. We, We can... We can say it's the hedge against inflation, or it's the uh, the store of last of value, the, the the money of last resort, right? All these other acronyms that you want to associate with gold, safe haven. And normally, what they like to do is give the illusion. Hey, hey, don't worry. We, we've got it all under control. Everything, everything's fine. And, and, you know, we've got all these tools in the toolkit. And we've got all these, these great things that we could do uh, 
to make it to where all the things that we are doing right now that make absolutely no sense. All the things that we've done that have gone against everything we've ever told you. That's what's happening right now. All the things that you learned in economics. right? And I'm talking high school economics, college economics 101. You know, supply and demand. Right? They want to give you the illusion that we don't need to have supply and demand. That we can just keep pumping the supply endlessly and somehow, miraculously, even though there's not any demand, we'll just buy it ourselves. We'll monetize it ourselves. It'll be perfectly fine. See, but gold's not down today. Matter of fact, gold's right there uh, getting ready here uh, to possibly go back and challenge the, the, the new all-time record high prices. But we'll see. I mean, the day's not over. Anything's possible. But they're sitting there, and here's what they want today. They want the central bank to say, we're not going to raise interest rates for a long, long, long time. Right Now, it's almost idiotic, right? Raise rates. Are you kidding me? We got $27 trillion in debt. We're not raising rates. I mean, despite what you want to say about the economy, good or bad, because of COVID-19, we've got 30 million people not working. Of course we're not raising rates. Of course, we, we haven't raised rates. I mean, really, when you think about it, we haven't raised rates in 15 years. Now, I know, I know, you're like, come on, double. You know, we raised rates in 2018 a few times, you know, a handful of times. Of course, uh, it lasted not very long. Right, we're back at zero again. And we've been at zero essentially uh, for, what, 15 years? The real rate of return when you buy a bond is negative. So I want you to think about it. Just for one second, pull your head out of your backside for one second. And I'm just, I'm fired up today because it, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous to believe that these people are somehow going to save you economically. Listen, here's what they're going to do. And I'm going to, it's just this simple. Over the next five to ten years, we're going to have the uber-rich is going to keep growing. It is. The rich are not going to grow. Sorry, rich people. Hopefully you get to uber rich. Just rich, that's not going to work. The middle class, devastation. Millions, in mi- I'm talking tens of millions of us will be leaving the middle class. And unfortunately, it's a one-way ticket, and it's a one-way ticket down, not up, down. And the big growth is going to be in the poor. 
Well, how do I know this? What, what am, I, am I Nostradamus? Am I one of those people you call on the 888 number and I tell you your fortune? Nope. I know it because this is what happens when you deal with fiat money. And I, I say this all the time. How did you go bankrupt? How did you go bankrupt, America? Well, it was really gradual. I mean, think about it. Our debt in, in 1971 was $400 billion. It's now $27 trillion. And you're like, wait a minute. I mean, we were a country for the first time in 1776. And you're like, 1876, 1976, like 195 years we went to get $400 billion, of which, and I've already told you this, you know, the, and the vast majority of that was from World War II, which you don't know, what a lot of people don't know. Do you know that we ran just as many budget surpluses as we did budget deficits after World War II, right up until Johnson? All through the rest of the 40s, the 50s, and into the 60s, it was a push. Man, budget surplus. We haven't seen a... I know we had a couple... And, and listen, the Clinton years, those were fake. We haven't had a budget surplus since 1971. You know what's so funny? The last time we had a trade surplus, I think it was 1973. Isn't that funny how those two things coincided together? And somehow, in the next, so 195 years, to get $400 billion. Now, we haven't had a world war since. Now, there's been wars, right? You know, Afghanistan, Iraq, you know, Gulf War. But there hasn't been wars. There hasn't been big ones. And we're sitting here saying, okay, well, it's been 49 years. We've added $27 trillion of debt in 49 years. And, and, and I'm, I'm understating it. You got to take the Fed's balance sheet. The Fed didn't have a balance sheet. Well, they did. I don't. I don't even know what it was in 1971. My guess is maybe ten billion dollars. Maybe they've got seven trillion. So we've added thirty-four trillion in forty-nine years. Not to mention. All the other promises we've made. We've got, we've got promissory debt that's due on top of that. It's hundreds of trillions of dollars, and this is how it ends. And my main man, Ray Dalio, was out, and sometimes it's better for you to hear it from somebody else. You see it. I've been warning you about the dollar in, in China, the reserve currency, the dollar's under attack. You've seen it. You know it. You may not want to admit it, but you know it. 
used to be when the United States said jump, the rest of the world said how high. Now what do they say? Nah. Whatever. Right here, uh, uh, let me give you the uh, example with uh, 5G and the network, right? And, you know, we're trying to get them, uh, China to get rid of TikTok and all these other things, Huawei and blah, blah, blah. They're using the Chinese stuff. That never used to happen, right? The world's biggest trading partner is no longer us. And now you're seeing more and more trade conducted in something other than dollars. And you're looking at all the treasuries that we have to consume, and the people aren't buying. I mean, the best auctions would get a grade of like a C plus. That'd be a good one. Most of these auctions, they happen every day. They're terrible. But we know that, that we're monetizing. You have to accept it. So he, he's out, he's talking about what's going to happen to the dollar. You better pay attention. This is one of the uber-rich guys. Listen, he's got to stay uber-rich. <laughs> but he does advice. Jason, or, or, or I don't even know who's running, but is it Jason, Jack, Bernice, whoever it is, play the Ray Dalio clip. Is there a real threat right now to the U.S. dollar's status as the world's reserve currency? Uh, yes, there is a there is a threat. It's an evolutionary type of process. There's not yet um, um, a good alternative in the form of a, of a currency per se, but people um, are not investors. Big, large institutional investors don't run out necessarily to alternative currency because the three major reserve currencies all have the same basic problem. That's why they move into a new storehold of wealth. And you see that the storehold of wealth, like in 1933 reaction, is equities, is gold, is other asset classes that go up. So um, when you buy a company and you have low returns on your bonds and so on, that is that kind of movement. But the same is true for gold and other asset classes. If that gets too far, and it has and it's standing the risk of it's very dangerous it looks like a currency defense in other words if those who are holding bonds which are a lot um, choose to sell the bonds because they're not providing a good return and they're not and because there's so much debt production and debt monetization that puts the federal reserve or other central banks in the very difficult position of operating like a currency defense mechanistically as money leaves that debt that means either interest rates would rise which would be terrible for the economy and markets or they're forced to buy more and more and that is how a spiral could could occur so think about very simple right you don't you don't need to have some phd in economics to understand is there a threat to the dollar as the reserve currency? Yeah, there's a threat. It's already here. Now, he says, hey, listen, it's not like we've got a good alternative yet. But it's coming. And then he talked about debt. And he's talking about treasuries. And he goes, we're in a very 
difficult position. The debt has exploded. And listen, whether it was COVID or not, it was exploding anyway. I mean, last year we did a trillion dollars. Well, $984 billion. We were going to do over a trillion this year, so the fact that we're going to do three and four trillion, so what? That was coming. Are you making any money buying bonds? Are you making money buying the debt? And he answered it very succinctly, you're not. You're losing money. Anybody that buys a treasury note loses money. When you hold it to maturity, you're losing money. Because the real rate of return is negative. And, of course, they talk about, oh, we can't go to negative rates. It's already negative. Come on. And you just set yourself up to where the central bank now is trying to defend the dollar, which ultimately leads to what? The collapse of it. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. Listen, it is what it is. I mean, is America going to cease to exist? No. Are we going to continue to see riots? Yes. And and again, a lot of it misplaced. Are we going to see our country come under attack from within? We're seeing it now. Think about uh, there was a high school football game. They were playing it on 9-11. And one of the boys' dad was a cop. Another one of the boys on the team's dad was a firefighter. And they run out onto the field and... You know, they have the school flag, then they had the American flag. The boy whose dad was a policeman had the American flag with the blue line, the thin blue line flag, and the firefighter son had the red line flag for the firefighters, and it's 9-11. Those boys are now suspended, right, for, for doing this, and the superintendent, they had actually asked permission, which was probably their first mistake. And the school superintendent told them they weren't allowed to do it. Those kids did it anyway. Because it was more important to them. But this is the kind of nonsense that's happening today. right? We, we've got uh, officers being uh, assassinated all over. It just happened in Phoenix uh, last night. Well, yesterday. Police officers sit in front of the courthouse. Guy tries to shoot them. Now, thankfully, he had his vest on, his bulletproof vest on, and didn't die. But it's happening everywhere. And we, you know, nobody, you know, and it's all a mess, right? From police brutality to Black Lives Matter to uh, Antifa and, and all of the anti-government. Marxist, whatever you want to call them, all clashing together. And it just is this huge mess. And 
and people don't know what to do. Prosecutors don't want to prosecute. Mayors don't want to prosecute. Governors don't want to prosecute. They don't want to have law and order. They're afraid. They don't know what. They don't know what is what anymore. This is what. This is what happens. And the vacuum will get filled. The law and order vacuum will get filled. You know it, and I know it. And it's part of when, you know, collapse happens. How or what and how we're going to look like on the other side is to be determined. Right now, boy, it sure looks like at best, socialism at best, maybe something worse. A nation now that is so dependent upon the government to provide it almost all of its basic services, right? A a country now where more and more people are, hey, just give me a handout, right? And this this is what's happening. And again, remember my, as I started the show, talking about where are we growing, where are we shrinking? We're growing in poverty rates, and we're growing in the reduction, shrinking in the middle class. And it's going to continue. We took took us 49 years to add $34 trillion worth of debt. We're going to do it again in 10. We're going to do it again in 10 years. And this is what Ray Dalio is warning you all about. And it's one of those things where and as Ray Dalio was talking about, we're at that tipping point now. It's not very many good choices. Common sense says, don't buy treasuries. Don't buy the debt. Common sense says that the cycle for the dollar is coming to an end. And this is what you're preparing for. This is why you need to have gold and silver put away. I've got the lead pipe stone cold lock of the week today. This is, this is something we talked about it. And we debated about what we were going to do, not do. I was thinking that I was going to do volume discounts, all those things. I decided against it all. I want everybody out there, today is the day. I don't know. Listen, gold could do anything from here. You know, after the gold market closed, Jay Powell's going to give his press conference. I expect this thing to be mega dovish. I told you, what was it, earlier this week, maybe late last week, we hit this great, you know, super bottom right at that 1900 level and I think that's our new higher low all time record high higher lows I think it's in I think it's in right now gold is sitting here right near the top of that range where we've been stuck in this range where gold gets up to about 1970, goes back to 1900, back to 1970, back to 1900, back to 1917, back to 1900. 
this may be it. I don't know. Can't guarantee, but it doesn't matter. Whether this one's it or or it's next week or the week after, gold is going to be so much higher than it is today. And, and Dalio said, listen, the money's going to go somewhere else. Right? All that money that was going into trade, it's going to go somewhere else. And, and it's something where Eric said it so rightly so earlier this year when he said, listen, gold and Wall Street are just going to rock it. And that's exactly what we've seen. Now, unfortunately, I think Wall Street's going to slow here. Still think it's going to go up, but at a much slower pace. And you're going to see a huge explosion into the gold markets. Look at ETF inflows. Look at everything that when we think about gold demand and and gold demand as people protecting their wealth, it's at all-time record highs. All-time record highs. I mean, the, the ETFs now are the second largest gold holder in the world. When we return the lead pipe Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Week coming next. 800-951-0592 and I'm just doing something here. Give me a second. There you go. We're running. We're going to run today. I think either way, I could be wrong. I could be right. But we're going to run U.S. $20 gold piece. This is the bread and butter of Patriot. This is the this is the coin that my uncle built this company on. Because it met all the criterias that were important to him. Same criteria that's important to you guys out there listening. It's close to spot. You can buy it, sell it trade it and not have to give out your social security number, not have to worry about a 1099. It's the most private way to own gold. It's the best way to hand down wealth by far. Today, uh, gold's up another 15 bucks today. We'll see where it ends up, but it's right there at that point of all of a sudden the computer's are just going to keep, they're going to buy it or they're going to sell it, one or the other. I don't know which. I'm leaning towards buying it. That, and that usually doesn't happen on central bank meetings, but this one's unique. They're all waiting for the little, they call it the dot plot chart. And every one of the central bankers puts where they think the interest rates are going to be. And, and it'll have... The rest of 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024. And they just put a little, you know, just a little. I mean, it's never right, but that part's irrelevant. But they expect everybody to have rates right here at zero for years. I agree. Listen, that, that'd be the best thing possible. I don't know if we're going to get the best thing possible. Right? They're, they're going to want that. But it, it may be out of their control 
And that's what Ray Dalio was warning about. Hey, they're going to leave this thing because it doesn't make them any money, and they're going to buy something else. And then the rates are going to have to go up. But we'll see because the debt is going to just be bought by the Fed either way. But U.S. $20 gold pieces today are $22.35. That's, that would be the regular retail price. We've been doing some work behind the scenes here today and today only. This is the the cheapest they've been in a while. And especially since we're right up here at the top here. Uh, $20 gold pieces today, $21.75. And that's what I don't care if you buy one, five, ten, twenty-one seventy-five. And I've got about 70 of them. So take the time. Listen, put it away. You think about it, you got spot here. If I'm right, we're going to be back above 2,000 uh, before the end of the week. And, again, I think we're getting ready to go to new all-time highs before the end of the year. Right? I'm looking at gold between 23 and 2,500 bucks before the end of the year. By, by this time next year, I think gold's going to be over three grand. Put it away. Take the time to do it. It's important because, listen, this is where we're at. We made a lot of promises. Didn't happen the way they thought it was going to happen. The central bankers have now decided to throw the rule book out and just go to full-blown monetization. Don't forget, they still got to bail out commercial real estate. They still got to bail out the mortgage market. All these moratoriums, all of these things... You're seated. Drive around your town. Drive around. Really look at the shopping centers. You're going to see the empty buildings. My wife and I are doing, we live in North Scottsdale. It is happening. There's nothing that you can do about it. I think Yelp said uh, that now one out of every six restaurants in the country is closed. That's, you know... Uh, you know, the, the Yelp tracker, if you will. And it's going to continue. It needs to continue. I don't want it to continue, but it is what it is. And you look at where we are at and what's going to happen with the debt, it's clear. Right? We're, we're, we're looking at 3 and $4 and $5 trillion deficits every single year, and that assumes rates don't go up. I mean, we only got really two choices. Negative, right, which negative, there's horrible impacts to that uh, for us to go negative. You know, you're like, well, Europe did it. Japan did it. Why can't the United States go to negative rates? We can't. We absolutely can't. But the banks, these two big-to-fail banks, it would be devastating. It would be terrible. I don't know right now. I don't think they can do it. I really don't. And keep the bank solvent. And this is the other part. All of our, all of your financial institutions, there's no stress test for this. They didn't stress test this. They didn't stress test COVID-19. And I think you're going to see the Fed's balance sheet rise by 3 to $5 trillion over the next 12 months. You're going to see 
our national debt rise by three to five trillion more dollars, right, in the next 12, 12 to 18 months. And then you're going to see an explosion in gold. Take the time. This is it's not going to get better than this. If, if I'm right and gold goes higher, this is it. Twenty-one seventy-five on U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment on a Wednesday. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The lead pipe, stone cold lead pipe lock of the week on twenty dollar gold pieces, twenty one seventy five, and that's for everybody. Whether you buy one, thirty, forty, fifty. By the way, uh, two lines open. We got forty three available. Let me just share some headlines that I didn't get to this week. More than half the households in the four largest U.S. cities are now struggling financially. I mean, you, you see the headline, Manhattan, 15,000 vacant apartments, and, and the list goes, California's population declining for the first time uh, since the, the financial crisis and all that stuff, right, again, right? That's a, a horrible news for California. Steve Mnuchin, our Treasury Secretary, now's not the time to worry about debts. When is the time? Right. Well, well, I guess when we're bankrupt, right? Uh, Americans forced to raid retirement during the pandemic. Las Vegas. Boy, Las Vegas. Ghost town. Uh, and again, think about all the mortgages and, and real estate that has to be paid for. Subprime auto loan delinquencies touch a new record high. The state of Wisconsin warns Food bank demand, unprecedented. Virginia, food bank demand, never seen like this before. And really, just put your state in there. BP, British Petroleum, says that oil demand growth has stopped and is now dead. Uh, What else? What do we... uh, Oh, the WTO sided with China. I didn't even get to that about the, uh, the Trump tariffs. Retail sales today, disappointing, not surprised. 100,000 restaurants. You heard me right. 100,000 restaurants have closed in the last six months. Problem is, I think we got 100,000 more to go. I real, I, And I don't say that facetiously. I really do believe that. And oh, by the way, here's another sign that things are really a mess. Home builder confidence has never been higher. Well, you know. Why not? Because they're building a lot of rental houses now. They they figured it out. Good for the home builders. I'm I'm happy to hear it. Uh, renting you your slums t- uh, for tomorrow today. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm not as sure. However many we have left. Listen, this is it. Twenty one seventy five on U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces today. That's sixty dollars less. That's listen in the gold market. That's huge. That's about as big as it gets. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, I'm covering my bases here. If I'm wrong, right? Gold falls twenty or thirty dollars. No big deal, right? You're covered. You're still way ahead. And if I'm right, 
and uh, we see gold break back above $2,000 to the ounce, well, man, even a better deal for you. And again, like I said, though, here's the thing. It really doesn't matter. Today, tomorrow, Friday, what gold? Where where are we looking at? Just logically, right? And I and I I know you know Eric when he was coming back, he wanted to warn all of everybody because he was talking about an outrageous number twenty thousand dollars just in the last month. I bet you I've seen it least a dozen headlines with guys saying twenty thousand dollars even if they're wrong maybe it only goes to ten thousand you know you'd be pretty happy you bought it today 800-951-0592 patriot radio news hour we'll be back tomorrow